Rose and friends from near and far. I'm your host, Leanna Wang, and welcome to Saxa Talks, the podcast where I interview members of the Georgetown and D.C. community. Today, we have our wonderful guest, Julio, here. Hello. Hello. Hey, Leanna. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Julio. Let me give you my little Georgetown introduction. Um, I'm in the School of Foreign Service, class of 2022, and I'm a Hoya wearing a Jack the Bulldog sweater today. Yes, it's quite nice to be honest. Got that Hoya spirit. Um, so yeah, so today's podcast is probably going to be, you know, quite general. And basically, we're just going to get to know our good friend Julio here. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. So starting off, how would you say is your Georgetown experience so far? Like, how is it as a <laughs> freshman? <laughs> well, um, my friends like to joke a little that I actually have been here for a long time. Um, actually, for everyone who doesn't know, Liana and I started our Georgian experience in the summer of 2017, yes. <laughs> where uh, we did the International Relations Summer Institute uh, with, uh, I don't know if you guys know Professor Arendt, he's a great guy, very energetic. Oh yes, very energetic. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that was uh, personally my first experience with Georgetown, um, and I learned um, that it was uh, a very, it was a large international community at Georgetown. Georgetown is definitely an international community, and when I came here over the summer, I, I definitely realized it. Like, there are people from, like, France, Italy, kind of all over. And that's really reflected upon, I believe, the student population now. What do you think? And I can't believe we were in the same auditorium and we did not see each other. Oh, yes. I just, uh, two people that I remember from that time was uh, Eduardo Bianchini and Mike Brodo. It was, remember when we had that little simulation? Oh, yes. With was, North Korea. <laughs> that was a fun time. Yeah, that it was. was very fun, very fun. Yeah. So those of you who aren't currently Georgetown students and are considering um, applying for summer institutes, I recommend that one. Yes. It's a good one. It's a good one indeed. True that. So yeah, so what are some things you're involved in with Georgetown right now? Uh, Geopolitics, uh, GASA, which is the Georgetown University Student Association. Um, I joined, I paid my dues for IRC. However, I haven't been able to go to all the trainings. Oh, really? <laughs> but I just oh, no. went to that one party at the beginning of the year, but that was that. But um, I think that hopefully next year I can clear up my schedule and be able to do the amazing stuff that IRC does. That's great. That's quite funny because I'm also part of IRC and pay oh. the dues too. <laughs> and unfortunately, I haven't been able to go to any of the, the training sessions and events, but I will in, in the future. I, I, I will. Um, and yes, I've heard that you're also a GUSA senator. Yes, congrats on that. Thank you. Thank um, you. Would you mind talking about it? Yeah, no. Um, I think... Um, I started, well, I ran with everyone else, um, with my fellow freshman peers. Um, and I think it was an amazing experience. Um, uh, I ran with Connor Brennan. Do you know Connor Brennan? Oh, yes. yes. Amazing. Um, and yeah, um, our whole idea was, you know, like, let's go out there, let's go to the Georgian community, learn about the issues, what's bothering people, um, and then, you know, try to do something about it. Um, with the idea in mind that you know, we were not going to be able to solve everything. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even some of the things and, like, even some of the proposals may be that um, were maybe, like, too much of a stretch uh, mm -hmm. now that I, in retrospect, now thinking about it. Um, no, it was a wonderful experience. I got to meet a lot of people, amazing people. There's a lot. I, I personally feel like um, there is some degree of uh, diversity at Georgetown. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that throughout the years, it will continue to increase. However, I will say to anyone that thinks about uh, running for GASA, um, it's a huge time commitment. I mm -hmm. learned the hard way. <laughs> um, I think that there were many times actually in this year that I actually wanted to quit GASA oh, as really? a senator. Um, it was 
due to things regarding my mental health, my emotional health, mm-hmm. my physical health. Um, nothing that I wasn't interested in anymore, mm-hmm. but it's just that um, I had to balance, you know, taking like 18 credits mm. and oh, then wow. <clears throat> being involved in GASA, having to attend the meetings and, you know, the Sunday meetings at 5 p.m., which is a lot. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, no, but um, I'm glad that I, I stay just because That's good. Um, That's good. it's amazing, all that stuff. Um, and I think that um, good things, I know like, people feel some type of way about Gaza. Yeah, very mixed feelings. Yeah, very mixed. the community. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's very mixed feelings. However, um, I will say that um, there, are, there are some people in Gaza that are good people that they actually want mm-hmm. change for the school. They have good hearts. And they actually want to work to make uh, their fellow Hoyas' lives better. Yeah, that's really good. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, just right off of that, I mean, Gusa right now, are there any particular like, policies or proposals that you think are is relevant for the Georgetown community to know at the moment? Yeah, you know, um, we just passed the GU-272 uh, resolution, which basically um, we voted... Um, a few weeks ago, and basically the resolution was about whether uh, the Georgetown community, specifically the Georgetown students, should be should be incurred a fee of twenty seven dollars mm-hmm. and some cents I forget um, to as a way to uh, have reparations for the enslaved individuals and their descendants here at Georgetown. Um, and I think this was um, a very uh, I think it's a very polarizing issue mm-hmm. because yes. people are like you know they feel you know differently about it mm-hmm. um i per- i personally received a lot of criticism from a lot of people because they told me like why did you vote for this mm-hmm. um why did why were you in favor of this um more so than people who are like oh that's good you voted for this mm-hmm. um well i just want to say that um um when i saw this uh piece of legislation well actually this is something that only a few people knew um it, at the beginning of this semester i had a family emergency so i mm-hmm. had to uh step out of the country for mm-hmm. a few days so I left the country for a few days and then like all this happened while I was abroad mm-hmm. and um, I had a, pr- a proxy you know go to the Senate meetings for me but um, I didn't get the full information on the resolution so mm-hmm. I attended one of the one of the um, events that the uh, the GU 272 committee was having to mm-hmm. understand more about the yes. what was going on and so when I went, um, I realized, you know, I talked with them. I agreed. I I think that it, it's a good proposal. I think that, mm-hmm. you know, I agree that um, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the sale of those mm-hmm. 272 individuals. Exactly. However, I don't know. I feel like maybe it should be, like, restructured. I understand why many people disagree mm-hmm. with it. Um, and I think it has to do with, you know, like, who like who's going to pay for this, you know? Um, because... Um, you know, like many people think, like, for example, who are on scholarships. Mm-hmm. I myself am on a scholarship. So, like, if the Office of Financial Aid decided not to cover for this, like, mm-hmm. this would be a financial burden because we have to buy exactly. textbooks. Yes. Everyone, I think, has to buy textbooks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all these other things that yeah, all these uh, tuition doesn't take into mm-hmm. account. Exactly. Um, and so, back to the whole thing of where, like, people are asking me, why did you vote for this? Mm-hmm. Well, the thing that pe- many people, I think, were not clear on is that Voting on the resolution did not mean that we were agreeing to that resolution. It did mm-hmm. not mean that everyone was going to get charged. It just meant that we were we were voting to allow a referendum to happen, to allow mm-hmm. the larger Georgian community to have a say in this. Yes. Because I personally feel that even though um, you could say that I was elected to represent people's voices mm-hmm. and like 
make decisions. Um, yes. I personally think that this was, you know, something very important that I think that I personally wouldn't have been able to make a decision by myself. And I mm -hmm. thought that it would be better for the Georgian community to have a say in it. Mm, so yes. which is why I voted yes. Yeah, thank you so much for speaking on that. Um, as many people in the Georgian community know, like Hoyas, most of us, we're, we're pretty much into politics. Like it's kind of everywhere. Like you'd be walking around and people would just be talking about the latest news and whatnot. So are there any particular issues within politics that, I don't know, are kind of on your mind lately. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I didn't expect we'd get there, but I mean, yeah, you're right. Um, we are, Hoyas are 99% political. <laughs> um, I'm in geopolitics as well. I'm involved with geopolitics. Mm -hmm. I'm part of the advanced team. Oh, wow. So I get to um, help with other people. Um, mm -hmm. Shout out to Aida and <laughs> Emily Fisher, mm -hmm. great geopolitics people. I think that I've been criticized a bit because people feel like they're like, well, Julia, look, you know, where do you stand? Are you a Democrat? Are you a Republican? Mm -hmm. So, okay. So I actually, as of right now, identify as Republican. Mm -hmm. However, I just want a few people to understand this. Like, this decision was not easy for me. Um, being Republican as of right now, and I say as of right now because right now I am going through a period of trying to um, see where I stand politically. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to, you yeah, know, think for myself, understand mm -hmm. what's going on around the world. And, you know, I broke away from the Democratic Party because, you know, I was disenfranchised. I was disillusioned, uh, you know, with how everything went down, with there not being, like, good leadership mm -hmm. with the Democratic Party and um, not uh, having effective policies to fix mm -hmm. a lot of the issues. And also another reason um, I think that I consider myself Republican now has been, has been due to, like, you know, how my family was at mm -hmm. home, the household I was raised in. Exactly. Which was a bit con on the conservative mm -hmm. side. But it doesn't mean, like, um, that I'm, like, you know, like, 100% Republican. Oh, like, exactly. um, I personally see the thing is, as of right now, I'm in limbo, you know. I'm, I don't know if I'm, like, uh, for sure, what I can say for sure is that I'm a moderate Republican. I'm mm -hmm. willing to work with, like, the Democrats, you know. Yes, I agree yes. with a lot of mm -hmm. Democratic values in addition to my Republican values. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, for instance... Um, you know, like, what do you have in mind? Next, be uh, an issue you have in mind that... I mean, for example, like, border security and immigration. That That's a very hot topic right now. <laughs> <sighs> wow. <laughs> that's a very tough question. Um, <clears throat> okay, so I will try to answer to the best of my ability how okay. I feel about this issue. Yes. So, but first, let me begin by telling my own story. Mm -hmm. So I, myself, um, immigrated to the United States in 2008. I was very blessed mm -hmm. to not have had to... Uh, you know, cross the border. Mm -hmm. um, my mother and I, we uh, received a green card, and so mm -hmm. we were able to come legally to the United States. I think, you know, that, that's a blessing, and I understand, like, you know, a lot of people have to go through so much to come exactly. here, and it's mm -hmm. understanding, you know, their, their pain and suffering. Personally, I feel that no one should have to leave their home country mm -hmm. in search of what their government should provide for them. Mm -hmm. So I, I didn't say I'm from El Salvador mm -hmm. and our government is crap. Our government is shit. But you could yeah. also argue that the U.S. government is crap, too, you know. Exactly. But in, a, if you, in comparison, in contrast with El Salvadoran government, mm -hmm. you would say that the U.S. is better in taking care of its citizens. Mm -hmm. But then you can also, you know, a lot of people would say that's not true. But um, I personally feel that um, I'm glad I love the United States. Mm -hmm. um, I love it here. The great country, amazing people, amazing culture. Um, and I feel that um, 
like I was saying, people should not have to leave. Like, if they want to come, it's it's great. They should because, you know, um, it's their freedom. It's their mm-hmm. free will to do so. But to seek the nece- like the most basic necessities, I think that every government should provide their citizens with uh, economic opportunities, education, mm-hmm. security. Yes. And so when people ask me about border security, well, I say the first thing that the United States should do is invest in Latin America, create economic opportunities, mm-hmm. create, uh, you know, get rid of gang violence in Latin, in Latin America, create more security opportunities for Latin Americans. Um, so that um, if people want to still come here, that's great, um, mm-hmm. you know, because I would say this country is founded on immigration, as many would agree. Mm-hmm. However, um, when in terms of border security, I definitely mm-hmm. think that we should have border security. Mm-hmm. I don't agree that a wall would be necessary to achieve border yes. security. Okay. I will. This is one of the this is one of the things where I will cross onto the other side of the aisle and will agree with like the democratic proposal to like uh, create better infrastructure for ports of entry. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that you don't have to be Republican or Democrat to agree that our immigration laws are like outdated and we need a legislative exactly. solution and we need to like you know sit at the table and think okay how are we going to do this yeah how are we Beca- going to address the issue because yeah. clearly this system you know does not work i do think that we need border security but at the same time i think that in terms of like the ports of entry reorganizing how you know we're allowing uh how the whole asylum seekers thing is doing mm-hmm. and also uh keeping uh i think that border patrol agents should be accountable Yes. I was watching a video the other day. It was a mm-hmm. very upsetting video of this uh, Democratic congresswoman mm-hmm. who went down to the border and two immigrants, uh, I don't know, I forget the country they were coming from, they did what they're supposed to do, which is uh, go to the port of entry yes. and tell the officer, I'm seeking as- asylum because I fear for my life back in Latin America. Mm-hmm. And the officer told them to s- basically send him to like another port of entry. was like, oh, we can't take you here. But under U.S. immigration law, like, he should have been able to, like, mm. provide him with information. Mm-hmm. And in most cases, they should have been able to provide someone with, like, their native language to help them understand what yes. was going on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think and I think it's a very complex issue. Um, I'm st- I myself, I'm still, even though I believe these things as of right now, I think that um, I'm still yes. learning more about it. Exactly. It's just very complex. Mm-hmm. You it's can't, complex. it just can't be like a A and B solution. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just much more than that. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for your comments on that. Um, just kind of touching upon my own experiences from that. I, you know, born and raised in California, Bay Area, very, mm. very liberal, <laughs> Democrat kind of place. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, even, even growing up in the Bay Area where we have like, you know, like a very high population of like immigrants, a lot, many from like Latin America, Mexico and whatnot. Um, there are, there are some comments going around for, from some people saying that, we shouldn't be allowing these people into our country because they're like taking taking our jobs and whatnot. And I just wanted to hear like, well, what are your um kind of like opinions on those kind of statements? Yeah, um, I think that well, if you think about it, um, well, if you look at the data, the statistics, mm-hmm. um, most immigrants when they come, this is I would say this is unfortunate. They take the jobs that most Americans won't take, which mm-hmm. is like in exactly. sectors of agriculture, mm-hmm. uh, cleaning, and all these industries. You know that. Um, allow Americans, for us Americans to have, you know, a smooth uh, degree of life uh, with our jobs and our schools. Um, So I think that that notion is, as a Republican, I believe that that notion is incorrect. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't, personally don't think that immigrants are taking our jobs. Mm -hmm. Um, In fact, you could argue that they're boosting our economy because Mm -hmm. they, it is my understanding that they have to pay taxes 
regardless of status. They still pay taxes. Mm -hmm. So they still contribute to American economy. The only thing that I disagree with is the fact that when people are like, um, people get angry uh, when, you know, they're like, why aren't we like, um, okay, so people basically would, it is my understanding, and I'm not like, you know, overgeneralizing, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I, I, I think that some people, based on what I've seen on the news and on social media, mm -hmm. believe that Border Patrol should be abolished um, that an immigrant should just be like should just come through and mm -hmm. like there shouldn't be any process like yeah. vet vetoing them and I think that I personally disagree with that mm -hmm. because as much as um, we all agree that not all immigrants are, and it's not even just immigrants I don't think I personally don't think uh, immigrants are criminals because I myself am an immigrant my mother's an immigrant I would say my families are immigrants mm -hmm. um, but the thing is, um, there, what people need to know is that there are actually threats out there. And yes. as we've seen uh, mm -hmm. through the news, it like, it doesn't matter whether, like even some citizens have joined ISIS. U.S. citizens have joined ISIS mm -hmm. and gone abroad and like attacked on, have had attacks on U.S. soil. Mm -hmm. um, and so I personally think that we, uh, I dis so I disagree with that notion that, um, that everyone who comes who comes to the border should be left through because I think that we need a security process oh, yes. because we need to know who's coming. You know, mm -hmm. um, well I agree that um, you know we should be more uh, we should be allowing asylum seekers to come. There's, they should be you know examined on a case by case basis mm -hmm. because we just simply don't know. And like I think I personally think that every country, the United whether it's the United States, Mexico, El Salvador, or Nicaragua, any country that deserves the right to uh, ensure its own security mm -hmm. for its national citizens, whether it's through, you know, uh, having strong border security. But like I said earlier, it doesn't mean uh, a wall. You know, yeah, I exactly. look, you know, a wall, all that money that would go towards the wall could be invested in so many other things. And not just that, I myself, this is where like people are like, okay, are you really a Republican? Because I'm actually an environmentalist as well. Mm -hmm. I believe the climate change is real. And I looked at the environmental impl implications of the wall. It mm -hmm. would destroy so many habitats, so many mm -hmm. ecos ecosystems, yeah. and so many animals would be affected by the wall. So I don't, you know, agree with that. But I do think that we need, you know, strong border security. Yes, thank you so much. Um, we're about time to wrap it up here. Is there any kind of plugs you want to throw out there? <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, I mean, social media posts, you want? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so, Georgetown. Georgetown is amazing. I personally love Georgetown. Um, there's just a lot going on, I think, around the world, and it's even affecting our health up, you know, with, mm -hmm. you know, sexual assault. Um, yeah. A lot of stuff going on, and, you know, just everything that's going on in the world, I think, is on my mind right now. I specifically would like to say that, you know, I, I, I am, you know, upset about, Although I am a Catholic, but I have Muslim friends, I am very upset by you know, the attack on the, uh, mm -hmm. the Muslim, uh, oh, yeah, the so Muslims in New Zealand. Zealand mm -hmm. um, I think is very upsetting. I think that, um, I personally think it's disgusting to mm -hmm. attack, uh, to target our religion, mm -hmm. people of our religion, because um, we've seen. I think we we can see in the news um, that Muslims um, are, they show solidarity mm -hmm. to their fellow. Uh, you know, citizens in times of need, and I just think you know it's wrong, you know, for for someone to take the life of other people mm -hmm. simply on the basis of religion. I think we all should be tolerant. Mm -hmm. Oh, and this is also another thing I want to bring. Um, so, as a member of the Latinx community, mm -hmm. I feel like there's a lot of uh, division in our community, specifically because I think that there is the notion that um, if 
you're if you're a member of the Linux community, there's a notion that you have to be Democrat because mm. if you're not, you're against your people. Mm. But I think but I think that that's wrong for people mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah. Just because they need to understand that people have different views, mm. and they I think that as a Linux community, we should be more tolerant of other views. Mm-hmm. And you know, some people would argue that uh, Georgetown is uh, very Democrat heavy Democrat, blue, mm-hmm. um, and that's fine. Um, and I just think, you know, like, there should be more tolerance towards us who are maybe are not on, on that side, but, like, I'm still willing, you know, to have conversations with oh, exactly. uh, my friends. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. um, my friend, I will not mention his name for, you know, for privacy reasons, but um, he identifies, you know, as a socialist, as a communist, and, you know, I'm on the other side of the spectrum <laughs> as a Republican. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we still have conversations. Yes. I just think that politics is important because mm-hmm. it defines how you view things in, mm-hmm. to a certain degree. Because, yes. you know, despite the fact that I consider myself Republican, it doesn't mean that I blindly follow the Republican Party. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because, I, like I said earlier, a lot of us do not agree with Donald Trump mm-hmm. and some of his views. Um, you know, foreign policy and all that stuff, I don't mm-hmm. think it's good. Um so I think that at the end of the day, we're all Hoyas and, you know, we just sometimes we just got to look past through politics, past those differences, past those differences yeah. and, mm-hmm. you know, just be enjoy our four years on the hilltop because they're going by very fast. Oh, yeah, I agree. Like, it's just so fast. I can't believe we're in a way almost, almost sophomores. Yes, couple, almost sophomores. Like two more months. Yeah, excited. Yes, very much excited. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. It was a pleasure having you today. Thank you so much, Leon. I really appreciate it. Yeah, and thank course. you everyone who's listening. Yes, thank you so much for listening and tune in again next time. Thank you.